Welcome to the Fantasy Football Delivery Men Podcast with your host, Adam Zeitler and Kyle Rohde. Welcome into the Fantasy Football Delivery Men Podcast. I am your host, Kyle Rohde, with nobody. Yeah, Adam has entered his sabbatical where he will now be a world traveler yet again and uh, leaving me behind. But you know what? I'm going to continue this podcast in this fashion. With or without you, with or without you. Ooh, such a good song. I enjoy it. But yes, I will continue on. Uh, next week, uh, we will have um, uh, probably uh, producer Brandon stepping in for Adam. And then maybe the following week, you might hear from uh jj yet again it's been a long time since we've had him on but you know we're, we always welcome him back but um yeah essentially what we're gonna get into right away and it's really hard to talk about but so that may sound familiar that is the the bell you hear when uh you know essentially rest in peace um dark days uh and i'm alluding to the Javante Williams injury. As you may have heard in previous podcasts, I believe I do have some kind of a curse on my hands. And what happened was, as I alluded to um, Adam, you know, when he was actually here, yeah, I know it was a while ago, uh, that uh, I had purchased uh, some Javante Williams memorabilia. And we were hoping that that curse would not continue, but it seems as if it has. But me unknowingly, and I want to fill in the fantasy community that I did in fact purchase another one, uh, another uh, autographed piece of memorabilia. And I just want to fill you in. I feel guilty. Like I said, this was me prior to the Javante Williams news, but it was in fact, uh, I'll let you in just in case you want to drop the guy or bench the guy, or actually you could probably put him on your IR already, but it was Romeo Dubs. Yeah, I know he's been kind of a go-to guy for a lot in the fantasy community, but uh, if something happens to Romeo, I give up. I will not purchase anything anymore. And you have my promise on that. And in the same sense, we're going to just jump into, but I, well, first of all, what I want to say is that, um, this is going to be a shorter episode. There's going to be one episode this week. Um, because, uh, we had planned on doing one, one larger one consisting of all the same things. There will be no heating up today. So, um, you have to wait and hear how, well, essentially all four guys fizzled out. So, when Adam returns, we will go ahead and have a new round of heating up. But, um, yeah. It's getting hot in here. Heating up, presented by Rhymer Heating. Heating up is presented by Rhymer's Heating. And, uh, like I said, we will get back to that when uh, Adam returns. Unless uh, the step-in guests want to go ahead and do it, that's fine. I mean, we can go about doing it. I'll see how they feel about it, even though they'd only be here for one week. So maybe if they got like 60 points or something like that, we could do like uh he's automatically on fire or something like that. But uh, yeah, that'd be really hard to heat up on uh, uh, one go at it. So let's just jump into. Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No more. And the injuries for the week, I'm going to talk about them. Uh, Javante Williams, as I had alluded to. Uh, he is out for the season uh, with a torn ACL. Uh, with that news, uh, when I mention the injuries, I'm going to say some people you can kind of pivot to. Uh, Melvin Gordon, even though he is also dealing with something, and he did fumble on Sunday, uh, he's somebody that you might want to pivot to. Also, Mike Boone saw a lot of the work after uh, Williams 
uh, was taken out of the game. And they did go ahead and... Um, right, look, there's some people want to ride too. Pick them up. Uh, Murray from uh, the Saints there. And the name is actually escaping me. Oh, Latavius Murray. That's who it was. They picked him up. Um, and, I mean, he's a 32-year-old back. I mean, but he's still serviceable. So that might be somebody that's on your waivers that you might, even if you have an injury-ridden uh, roster at this point, you might want to go ahead and give him a look. Uh, Traylon Burks, uh, he's suffering with a turf toe at the moment. Uh, we'll hold him out of the game. Uh, he's doubtful at the moment. Um, pivot points might be, you know, Robert Woods um, and uh, Kyle Phillips. Uh, Kyle Phillips uh, is a name that's been tossed around in the offseason. He was very productive. He might be useful in like a PPR type setting. Setting. I'm from Wisconsin. I don't know why that came out as that but it did uh daniel jones is dealing with a foot ankle injury um if he's out he's out i mean uh pivoting to tyrod taylor it's not like they have a super amazing wide receiver core right now where it's um i have to have the giants quarterback so if Jan daniel jones is not a goal you know tyrod taylor's out there maybe in deeper leagues you might want to look at him but I mean, I don't know. But speaking of the Giants, I'm going to throw somebody in the outhouse. Welcome to the show. Yeah, I'm out on Kenny Galladay. I think I think we've seen the best of him, which was, what, like three years ago in Detroit? I mean, it's if he's not being not productive, he's not being put in the game. And when he is put in the game, he suffered an injury. I believe he suffered some kind of a knee injury. Imagine that. You know, he played more than two plays, and he was uh, injured. So I am totally out on him. If you own them in any leagues, just just open up the roster spot. Get rid of them. I'm not referring to redraft. I'm almost to the point in a dynasty with a deep bench being like, yeah, just get the crap out of here because he ain't no good no more. Ryan Hoyer, nah, nobody was probably rostering him, but uh, it's it's worth the mention. You know, he was filling in for Mac Jones. Ryan Hoyer suffered a concussion, and uh, then Bailey Zappi uh, hopped in. Uh, not only a cool name, but uh, I can get behind that name. That's a... Uh, you know, pretty sweet. So it's it's yet to see if um, he can be a productive quarterback at the fantasy level, but just kind of keep an eye on that. Isaiah McKenzie, he suffered a concussion. Uh, let's see, he was ruled out shortly after, and uh, we'll have to clear a concussion protocol for week five. Okay. Um, if he's going, you got to put him in your lineup because uh, uh, Jamison Crowder also got injured. And I don't know the severity of his, but I'm pretty sure it was a pretty timely injury. I'll have to look into that. Um, Justice Hill hurt his hamstring. Um, that's the deeper running back for the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, he was probably rostered in some deeper leagues, but uh, yeah, you might want to... Well, I mean, if you had him on your roster, you might want to try to find somebody else to pivot to a little bit. I mean, the big one is for tomorrow night... Uh, Jonathan Taylor is uh, ruled out for Thursday's game. Uh, that's one you're going to want to pivot to, Naheem Hines. Uh, I could see um, uh, the Indianapolis Colts passing more in this game with with all their big, uh, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I'd be like, hey, Adam, help me out here, but it's not even there. Uh, workhorse running back, Jonathan Taylor isn't going to be there, so Naheem Hines is going to be, probably the one you want to pivot to in that situation. And if it's a full point PPR, that would be even more, um, I mean, more exciting uh, because he does have that plus side in the, in the passing game, which would be beneficial. I do believe. 
And coming off of the injuries, we're going to jump into some studs of the week. Because I'm a stud. Super studly was uh, TJ Hawkinson. TJ Hawkinson, just, uh, he had a game that you knew he could have, but he hasn't had for, well, ever. Uh, 12 targets, 8 receptions, 179 yards, and 2 touchdowns. That's just pretty stinking impressive. I mean, the writing was kind of on the wall with the receiving core being, uh, you know, dinged up that, Maybe they'd utilize Hawkinson a little bit more, which amazingly they did. And, uh, yeah, look at it. it. paid off for them as they defeated Seattle uh, 48. To, well, they lost to Seattle. My bad. My bad. I was just wishful thinking. They lost to Seattle 48 to 45. Uh, number two on the studs list, what we got is his quarterback, Jared Goff. He went 26 for 39, 378 yards, and four touchdowns. And Jared Goff. He's currently number five quarterback on the season. I do own a share of him in a uh, two quarterback uh, super flex, and he's been my lead guy. I mean, it's uh, it's pretty impressive the year he's putting together. Like I said, Adam and I usually are kind of rooting for the Lions. Where I don't know, it's, it's kind of like the underdog story, and we're always kind of you know get behind that. And now the number seven running back in the league, Josh Jacobs, had himself a game. Uh, 28 attempts, uh, 144 yards, and two touchdowns. Not much in the receiving game, but he was targeted six times, five receptions, 31 yards. It's uh, Josh Jacobs looked pretty great. I mean, it's one of those things like he has that potential to be great. It's like just if they finally like utilize him the way they should, um, then this is the kind of stuff that can happen. Now the number nine quarterback, Geno Smith. I mean, that's just weird to say out loud, but here we are. Uh, like we had said, this is quite the fantasy football season, but Geno Smith is the number nine quarterback. Uh, he was 23 for 30, 320 yards, two touchdowns, seven rushing attempts, 49 yards, and another touchdown. That gave him an output of in a half-point PPR, 31.7 points. Pretty amazing. And then Austin Eckler finally found the end zone this week. Now he bumped up to the number three running back. Have one good week, and that just shoots you up the charts, it turns out. 13 carries, 60 yards, two touchdowns, and he tacked on another 49 yards and a touchdown in the receiving game. Miles Sanders, what we got out of him, he is currently the number four running back. Um, I mean, well, number eight running back in the fantasy world. 27 attempts, 134 yards, two touchdowns, two receptions, and 22 yards receiving. Rashad Penny had himself a game, which it's kind of like the Rashad Penny truthers were Kind of waiting on something like this to kind of, you know, maybe put some space in between him and Kenneth Walker. 17 attempts, 151 yards, two touchdowns. Not really active in the receiving game. Only had one reception and six yards. Russell Wilson returned to form, and now he's up to the number 12 quarterback in the league. What he had was uh, 17 for 25. 17 of 25. 237 yards, two touchdowns, 29 yards. <clears throat> Rushing, sorry about that. 29 yards rushing and one touchdown, which gave him a 27-point uh, fantasy week. Mike Evans is the number 18 wide receiver in the league uh, on the year. He had himself a week last week. Eight uh, receptions on 10 targets, 103 yards, two touchdowns. Yeah, that gave him an output of 26.3 and a half point PPR. Justin, Je- Justin Jefferson jumped back into Justin Jefferson uh, form. Uh, we were kind of missing it after week one. Uh, he had uh, 10 receptions on 13 targets, 147 yards, but he found the end zone on a three-yard rushing attempt. Kind of mixing it up a little bit. 
in Minnesota with uh, Delvin Cook being slightly injured and uh, it paid off for Justin Jefferson. Moali Cox uh, found the end zone, number 13 tight end now, which if you have one good week, you get pushed up the charts way high in the tight end category. He had six receptions on six targets, 85 yards, and two touchdowns. Jamal Williams filling in for the injured DeAndre Swift. He had uh, 19 carries, 108 yards, and two touchdowns. Hmm. Yeah, Jamal Williams is... He's having himself a year. I mean, currently he sits at the number six running back. I mean... At the end of the year, we're going to have to go over what our predictions were and whatnot, and it's just incredible how crazy everything is at the moment. Damian Pierce is building off of his performance from last week. Uh, he had a great game against the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. 14 carries, 131 yards, one touchdown, six receptions. Only uh, accumulated eight yards on those, but nonetheless, he's getting a lot of touches during the game. Uh, Derrick Henry has made it for the second week in a row on the studs, we, blah, 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 on the studs list. Uh, 22 attempts, uh, 114 yards, and one touchdown. Also was included in the receiving game again. Had three receptions, 33 yards. San Francisco's defense was uh, pretty stinking amazing. On Monday night, they shut down the Super Bowl champs, the Los Angeles Rams. Well, not shut them out, but shut them down. Uh, they had uh, seven sacks, a forced fumble, fumble recovery, interception, and a touchdown. That's uh that's a good defense if they're out there in the waivers, which I I doubt I doubt that they are. But if they are, go ahead and grab them. I mean, uh, next week they have Carolina. That is uh it's a really good defense to have. No offense to Carolina fans. Uh, T Higgins had twenty one point nine fantasy points. Uh, he logged uh, nine receptions on. Seven receptions on nine targets, 124 yards, and one touchdown. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is continuing on building on a, a season that we've been hoping for for three years now. I mean, he's the number four running back in the league currently. Uh, he had 19 carries, 92 yards, and one touchdown. Wasn't super active in the receiving game, but uh, one reception for two yards. And Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey's been a pretty steady ship. I mean, uh, he's number five currently. Uh, eight. Eight rushing attempts, 27 yards. That wasn't the impressive part, but what was is the nine receptions on nine targets, 81 yards, and a touchdown. Tyreek Hill, he made it in there just barely with a 20.9 uh, fantasy output. He had 10 receptions on 14 targets, 160 yards, and that was with uh, Tua being injured. I did leave uh, Tua off the list of injuries, but we can talk about it. I mean... Uh, essentially, he has to clear concussion protocol to be able to play this week. But with all the things that are surrounding uh, the investigation and firing of some certain NFL uh, doctors and stuff like that, it's, I'd be very surprised if, in fact, he was to go this week just because of all the bad PA. But if uh, you're looking in some of your redraft leagues and some of those quarterbacks you don't like, Teddy Bridgewater is pretty serviceable. And he's still got the same weapons. I mean... He's he's I, I'd plug him in if it's a desperation type situation. Uh, Debo Samuel he made it. Up. I don't know why I said Debo Samuel. It's Debo Samuel. Uh, he had twenty point seven for an output. Uh, he had uh, six receptions on seven targets, 115 yards, and one touchdown. Not much other rushing game for him. But J.K. Dobbins returned um, last week, but this week you got a little bit more of what J.K. Dobbins uh, used to be. He had 13 attempts, 41 rushing yards, uh, one touchdown, 22 receiving yards, and another touchdown. 
And uh, that's pretty much all I got for the studs for the week. Because I'm a stud. Jack legs. Oh, man. Oh, goodness. I'm going to go down and see what we can find for some notable jack legs. There is a lot of them by the looks of it. I mean, there was a lot of disappointing performances for, I mean, a lot of people on my team. I, in one of my redraft leagues, I'm lucky the guy that was uh, playing me scored just as poorly as I did because it was not a good week for my guys. Matthew Stafford at 5.8 for a fantasy output. Uh, Curtis Samuel also 5.8. I know our line is usually five, but uh, this is, this is just terrible. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, five and 5.7 uh, fantasy points. Um, Dawson Knox, 5.5. Daryl Henderson, 5.4. Uh, Cameron Brate, uh, if you if you have him in your league, hoping for him to be kind of like a Rob Gronkowski. Not having with a 5.2. Garrett Wilson, 5.1. Actually, if I just name the people from here on out, it's they're lower than five and they're pretty notable. Baker Mayfield, Jalen Waddell, uh, Kendall Hinton, Mac Hollis. I mean, a lot of people got a lot of shares of Mac Hollis last week, you know, thinking like, oh, this is going to be the guy that stands in. And he's not, he didn't, he didn't last week. Uh, Randall Cobb, Michael Pittman, uh, Logan Thomas, um, Robbie Anderson. Yeah, that looks like uh, that's well, Michael Carter. Those are pretty much uh, the big names that were uh, jack legs this week. Jack leg. All right, and let's get into some starts of the week. Yeah, and uh, one of them is going to be not such a deep dive. I'm going to go Elvin Kamara. Uh, I know he's been kind of dinged up and has been held all the last couple games. Well, last uh, last week's game, but up until then, well, actually week two and week four, but his points thus far have not been very Elvin Kamara-like. But if he is good to go, I have a good feeling um, with Seattle Seahawks, their defense being allowed the most, uh, the fourth most uh, PPR points. Even if you're in a half-point PPR, that would still bold very well. And with uh, their kind of dinged up uh, receiving core, uh, Michael Thomas is still a question mark. And it sounds like Jameis, Williams might be, uh, Jameis Wilson might be good to go this week. Uh, if that's the case, I think Elvin Kamara uh, might, be, might have that boom week kind of like uh jk dobbins did uh last week and the other one's kind of a deeper dive uh had we had did like a waiver segment you know prior to wa- prior to waivers and this guy was out there uh george pickens uh he's the rookie from uh the pittsburgh steelers uh new york against new york jets he had a 13.20 um uh fantasy output and the biggest part of that was kenny pickett in uh this uh coming in and relieving um, Mitch Trubisky. So with that being said, uh, and I had heard another analyst state that, you know, Kenny Pickens was practicing with George uh, Pickens because (laughs) Kenny Pickett, I'm sorry, there's too many Pickett's Pickens things here, but uh, George Pickens was, you know, he's kind of deeper on the, on the depth chart at the wide receiver position, but he did in fact, um, you know, uh, work with Kenny Pickett. So with that being said, I mean, I think that rapport is going to be built up that they kind of uh, started. And I'm thinking that might kind of surprise some people going forth, you know, maybe uh, that, you know, boosts uh, Pickens into some kind of a rookie stardom. And then jumping into the 
week uh, five preview. preview. We're going to go over uh, the Thursday night game, which is Indianapolis at Denver. Um, hmm. This is a tough one. Like I said earlier, Naheem Hines in a full point PPR. I like that, and it's prime time. I do remember a couple years back, I believe it was a prime time. Oh, I know it was a prime time game, but it was his birthday. I think it was Jonathan Taylor's rookie season. So it would have been three years ago, if you include this year as one of them, that he scored, I want to say, three touchdowns because it was his birthday and it was like a big deal, blah, 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 blah. So I like him in a half-point PPR. The backfield of Denver is messy, and uh, I don't I don't really want a piece of that. Uh, Russell Wilson's been uh, dinged up. I believe they are saying his shoulder is giving him problems. Yeah, they say he's good to go, but that shoulder is giving him issues. And uh, Matt Ryan, uh, Matt Ryan, I don't, uh, uh, the great hope, you know. Uh, but anyways, uh, Michael Pittman, he's going to be in your lineup uh, each and every week. Uh, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy. Alec Pierce, he actually saw some uh, love the wide receiver for Indianapolis last week where it was, uh, you can see him kind of coming on and coming into his zone. So just kind of monitor him. Probably wouldn't go with him this week, but, you know, nonetheless, keep an eye on him. I don't like any of the tight ends. I just think that's a, I mean, Indianapolis, you can take your shot on any of them because they use all of them because they're, they're giants. So, which one? I mean, you can throw a dart at a dartboard and kind of figure that out. And I mean, good luck with that. I mean, uh, uh, the eight thirty game in London is uh, New York Giants and the Green Bay Packers. Uh, Saquon Barkley has been fantastic this year. Currently, the number two running back on the season. Um, just having a great year. He's not going to leave your lineup. Uh, Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon. You're always going to roll with them. Uh, Romeo Dubs. Uh, yeah, I want Romeo Dubs. No, no, not right now. He's not going to get hurt this week. It's not going to happen. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking that away. So, um, Alan Lazard, Romeo Dubs, Christian Watson, he, you know, he found the end zone last week, but I'm still wanting to see a little bit more of him. Robert Tunyon, um, I believe he's working himself up. I mean, he's, his uh, snap share is improving uh, each and every week, which is great. So, he will become more of an intricate part of this uh, passing offense. So, uh, if you got him, yeah, I mean, you know, take a shot on him. Uh, if, in fact, Wandale Robinson is good to go, uh, I like Wandale Robinson. I would uh, maybe toss him in a flex. But otherwise, their main receiver currently is uh, Richie James. Like I said, it's it's not – it's currently not pretty over there in uh, uh, New York in the receiving game. But you might be forced to take your shot on one of them. So. And then we have the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Buffalo Bills. Um, Kenny Pickett will be fun to watch, but not fun for fantasy. Josh Allen's always in your lineup. Devin Singletary, Najee Harris, um, Stefan Diggs, um, Deontay Johnson's hard to pull out of the lineup. So, uh, he's going to be in there. Like I said, on my start of the week, George Pickens there. I think he's going to be possibly have himself a game. Chase Claypool. I could also toss him the outhouse. Welcome to the show because, uh, Chase Claypool is. How you say no bueno, uh, just not. I mean, he made all these preemptive promises earlier and prior to the season that he was going to be phenomenal. And it's, I mean, maybe he forgot about it. Maybe it was a short memory on those things, but yeah, not seeing it. Stefan Diggs, uh, Gabe Davis, if he's good to go, Isaiah McKenzie, if he uh, clears uh, 
concussion protocol. Khalil Shakir, uh, it's not a name that you've probably ever heard of, but uh, he's uh, he's deeper on the depth chart if uh, Gabe Davis and um, uh, Isaiah McKenzie aren't good to go. You know, give them a go. And I mean, if 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 they're not going, also look at Dawson Knox. I mean, they got to pass the ball somewhere. So Dawson Knox is a serviceable tight end. So maybe think about it. Pat Fryermuth is going to be in your lineup each and every week. So especially with Kenny Pickett, I think he's going to lean on him quite a bit. Los Angeles Chargers at the Cleveland Browns. Justin Herbert's in your lineup. Austin Eckler's turning it on. Nick Chubbs, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. In a flex position, um, Mike Williams has been pretty pretty awesome with Keenan Allen being out. I mean, I was hoping more of those targets would go to uh, Jordan Palmer. Hasn't been panning out lately, so yeah, keep rolling with Williams. Um, Mari Cooper had a rough outing last week, but uh, I mean, Chargers defense can be passed on, so uh, Peoples-Jones, too, he kind of turned it up last week. Just kind of monitor that situation. Gerald Everett's, Gerald Everett's awesome this year. Uh, number six tight end currently in the season. Yeah, no reason to pull him out of your lineup. Uh, David Najoku has also been pretty steady. You know, currently number 11 tight end. I mean, you can roll with him. Why not? Houston Texans at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, da, da, da. It's, uh, yeah, it has the potential to be something as far as fantasy goes. Uh, Damian Pierce has really turned it on lately. He's going to be in your lineup. James Robinson uh, in deeper leagues. You can go with Travis Etienne, maybe in a flex position. Christian Kirk didn't find the end zone last week, but uh, Christian Kirk is going to stay in your lineup. Brandon Cooks has kind of not came out of the gates like, uh, you know, super, you know, relevant. I mean, uh, last game he did have 15.2, so maybe he's starting to turn it on a little bit. Um, the... Much of the Titans aren't really super exciting. Uh, but going back, if Zay Jones is going to be uh, good to go, which he missed last week with an injury, I mean, and if you're in a pinch and he's going, you might want to go Zay Jones. Chicago Bears at the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, what do we got? We got Justin Fields, who won't be in your lineup more than likely. Kirk Cousins, who's... Outside the quarterback one territory, but uh, he's, you know, you probably drafted him. Or if you're not, you might be using him as a streaming option in this one. Uh, Delvin Cook has shown that he can handle full workload with that hurt shoulder. Uh, questionable still on David Montgomery. That being said, Khalil Herbert will be good to go. So you'll probably go with Khalil Herbert just for the sake of, um, you know, safety, I guess. Uh, Darnell Mooney. Actually had himself a little bit of a game last week, 11.4 on his output. So it's like maybe Mooney's turning it on. Maybe there's something being built between him and Fields. We'll have to see. Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, and uh, K.J. Osborne. Uh, I wouldn't go K.J. Osborne this week, though. I don't uh, – just I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. You're asking me. Just not feeling it. Cole Komet and Irv Smith uh, Jr. Ugh, I, don't, I don't like he, any of that. I mean, I, was, I had bigger hopes for both of them at the beginning of the season. It's just not, it's just not uh, computing on the field. Uh, this one kind of worries me a little bit. Uh, Detroit at New England. Oh, Jared Goff has been pretty stinking outstanding lately. 
well, we all know who Bill Belichick is as far as figuring people out. So it'll be interesting to see. If you have Detroit Lions, I mean, you should just feel good about it because they score a lot of points, but they also give up a lot of points. So it'd be good if you didn't have their defense, but you had some of their offensive weapons. Uh, DeAndre Swift is still questionable for this week. Uh, Jamal Williams, if uh, DeAndre Swift ain't going, even if he is going, you probably want to play Jamal Williams because he's scoring regardless. Uh, Amon Ron St. Brown is questionable at the moment. Um, if all these guys are dinged up again, might be the TJ Hawkinson show again. So that's something to maybe think about a little bit too. Ramondre Stevenson, Damien Harris. But they're going to be a backup quarterback in here with uh, Zappi. They're probably going to be pretty run heavy, so it will be a, I think, a great game for both running backs. We got Seattle at New Orleans. Uh, Seattle, hmm. Geno Smith. I mean, it's like, do you? I mean, can you? I mean, he's number nine. It's like he's a QB one. You can probably start him uh, if need be. Um, Jameis Winston. Eh, I'm not really feeling that situation. Uh, my other star of the week is Amar, uh, Alvin Kamara. So that should be something that you can deal with. Um, I mean, something you could deal with. Sorry about that. Uh, I had my beautiful daughter poke her head in here and I got distracted and waved at her. Elvin uh, Kamara is going to be... What's up, baby? How do you feel about Elvin Kamara this week? How do you feel about Elvin Kamara this week? <laughs> she doesn't know who that is. Do you think he's going to do good this week? Yeah, well, my daughter thinks he's going to do good this week, so, hey, I mean, plug him in the game. Why not? Rashad Penny is going to be in your lineup, uh, building off of the performance he had last week. DK Metcalf also stepped up quite a bit, almost having 20 points in fantasy. Um, Chris Lave has been fantastic, currently number 17 wide receiver on the year, which I think is that magic number that Adam was alluding to it uh, prior to the season starting. Uh, Will Disley is totally touchdown dependent. But he's already scored, I believe, three touchdowns. So uh, if you if your uh, tight end's dinged up and you need to pick one up off the waivers, yeah, shoot the shot with a uh, little Disley. Uh, Tyler Lockett too. I mean, he's he's inside the wide receiver two range, so you can throw him in there and wide receiver two or flex. And the next game on the docket is the Miami Dolphins at the New York Jets. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater is going to be a starting quarterback, like I stated earlier. It's uh, it's something you can hang your head on if need be. Uh, Raheem Mostert is kind of taking over the backfield. Uh, every week went 42%, 55%, 56%, 72% uh, snap share. So he's gaining more and more than bathroom. In the, oh, my gosh. In the backfield. And, um, and Chase Edmonds is kind of being phased out. It's kind of interesting. Also similar on the other side, you got Brees Hall gaining uh, momentum in the backfield as far as taking over the uh, backfield. His last out, outing, he had 66% of the snap share. Um, so, yeah, you can go Mostert, uh, Brees Hall, Chase Edmonds, maybe in a flex position if you're desperate. The wide receiver core for the New York Jets is kind of messy with uh, Garrett Wilson, Corey Davis, uh, Elijah Moore. Corey Davis seems like at this point to be the most serviceable one out of all of them. Uh, even though uh, Garrett Wilson is number 19 and uh, Corey Davis is number 26. So, you know, it is what it is. I mean, it's just Corey uh, Davis being a veteran, working with Zach Wilson, who's re- who returned last week. Uh, Jalen Waddell, Tyreek Hill, uh, Tyler Conklin, he's been, he's been pretty great too. I mean, he's got a pretty 
pretty standard floor of like six, seven points. So if that's all you need and you want to feel comfortable with that, then go Conklin, you know, and know that there's a floor and there's only upside. And Mike Kosicki, uh, why? But in fact, it is Teddy Bridgewater and he might be dumping to the tight end. So you might want to keep that in your back pocket. Atlanta at Tampa Bay. I don't like anything uh, about Atlanta in this one. Tampa Bay's defense is pretty amazing. Uh, their backfield is kind of messed up. That was also a injury that was left off the the injuries. Uh, was Cordell Patterson? He was moved to the IR, um, so he's not going to be going. Uh, Tyler Algier and uh, Caleb Huntley are the ones that are believed to have the share in the backfield. So I'm just I'm out on all things Atlanta this week. So we'll just talk about Buccaneers. Tom Brady, Leonard Fournette. Uh, Rashad White, you want to keep an eye on him. He, it was almost like he took over more of a, a timeshare in the last game where he had 38%, where the previous games he had 9, 13, 27. And he did find the end zone, but it was like he was, I mean, he was, he looked great. So it's like maybe they're working him in a little bit more. I mean, kind of keep an eye on that. Uh, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Julio Jones is questionable still, which is pretty common for Julio Jones, um, if uh, all three of them are good to go, I say play him. Tennessee Titans at the Washington Redskins. Um, yeah, this is a game where it's like, oh, maybe you could stream Carson Wentz in this one. I mean, he's had a, a rough couple weeks the last two weeks, but um, Tennessee's defense is, eh, is kind of so-so. I mean... They're in the lower echelon of uh, defenses, so maybe you can go with Carson Wentz if you're in a pinch, you know. Uh, Antonio Gibson, J.D. McKissick, Brian Robinson is set to uh, return. He practiced today. If he returns this week, that's hard to say. You know, they activated him from the the pup list, so whenever they say he's good to go, he's good to go. Uh, Derrick Henry, uh, Robert Woods, and then I mentioned Kyle Phillips uh, in a full-point PPR, I think. Kyle Phillips would be one that you want to kind of look into a little bit. Uh, Jahan Dotson is questionable for this week um, with a hamstring injury. Uh, so Terry McLaurin is the only sure thing currently in that uh, wide receiver group with uh, Curtis Samuel also being questionable. If Samuel and Dotson are out, then you might want to go look at Logan Thomas and plug him in at the tight end position because, like I said earlier, it's like the passing work has got to go somewhere. So... San Francisco at Carolina. I don't want any of these quarterbacks. Uh, Jeff Wilson, he's been pretty steady the last couple of games, so uh, you can go with uh, Jeff Wilson. Uh, Christian McCaffrey is going to be awesome. I have no problem with that. Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk in a maybe flex position. DJ Moore is so close to being in the outhouse for me that it's not even funny. Is it because of him? Is it because of Baker? My guess is Baker, but... They're kind of living with their mistakes currently, and we just got to keep watching that crap show go on. Uh, George Kittle, yeah, that's another one too. That's like I got to start seeing something out of him, or else that's somebody that you're gonna be out on. It might be like a like a similar situation situation to DJ Moore. Is it Kittle? Is it Garoppolo? Uh, like I said, it's been an interesting season up until this point. Philadelphia and Arizona. Um, we got Jalen Hurts, Kyler Murray. Um, 
Miles Sanders, James Conner, uh, Kenneth Gainwell. If he's, I mean, if you're in a, if you're in a deeper league, I wouldn't mind throwing him in a flex. He's got the touchdown upside. AJ Brown, Devonta Smith, um, on the Arizona side, you know, you're going to go Hollywood Brown. He's been outstanding this year. Currently sitting as a number six wide receiver, which will probably fall off after DeAndre Hopkins comes back, but you know, enjoy it while you can now. Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz, yeah, plug them in. Then we have Dallas at the Los Angeles Rams. This will be a telling one for Cooper Rush. I mean, I'm not saying playing Cooper Rush, but this will be a telling one if he can pull off this game. Uh, Watch out, Dak. No, I'm just joking. They paid him way too much. Um, Ezekiel Elliott, no flex. Tony Pollard, similar uh, situation. Cam Akers and uh, Daryl Smith. I mean, Daryl Henderson, it's, uh, I don't like anything about that backup currently. Um, Cooper Cup, CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup, those are all fabulous starts. And uh, Allen Robinson, also one that is awfully close to the old host just because just it's not happening. And here we thought it was, you know, his quarterback in Chicago last year. It's turned out that's not what the issue was. Uh, Tyler Higby and Darren Schultz, yeah, plug them in. Then we got the Cincinnati Bengals at the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Joe Burrow, uh, Lamar Jackson are going to be in your lineup. Joe Mixon, J.K. Dobbins, um, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd in deeper leagues in the flex position, I'm sure. If Rashad Bateman isn't good to go, um, I'd suggest uh, Devin DuVernay uh, to go because he's kind of the next in line for that. Um kind of lead role in the wide receiver core. Um, and then Hayden Hurst, Mark Andrews, um, both decently serviceable tight ends. Why not? And then in the last game, uh, we got on Monday night, we got Las Vegas Raiders versus Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Josh Jacobs is looking to build off of his performance, but enter this one with kind of caution because if Kansas City gets ahead early, uh, they're going to probably go away from the running game. But uh, Patrick Mahomes, uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Greener lineup. Uh, if Hunter Renfro is back, he's still uh, questionable uh, from his concussion. Uh, Deon- uh, Devontae Adams, uh, Juju Smith-Schuessler, MVS is kind of turning on his slates. Uh, uh, it's so hard to talk for this long and not expect to screw up. Um, it's kind of turned it on as of late. Uh, Darren Waller, also another candidate for the outhouse. If he keeps up this crap, I tell you, I'm just going to just get rid of him. No, nah, you can't. Can't. And that's what's sad about that situation because it's like you want to, but I can't even shop him for name value right now. And then uh, Travis Kelsey. Yeah, so that's uh, wrapping up the week five preview. preview. So like I said, it was going to be a shorter episode and you know, I just, uh, I want to just kind of point you in the right direction if I can. I mean, it's like sometimes you just need somebody to talk to, even though you're not really talking to me, I'm kind of talking to you. So kind of works that way. But I want to say thank you to the listeners. I appreciate you um, for the reviews and just listening to the episode week in and week out and maybe laughing every now and then at some of the stupid stuff we have to offer you, even though, you know, the, the fantasy stuff is super serious. Don't ever don't you ever laugh at that because that's super serious. But uh, yeah, thank you for listening. And thank you to our sponsors, Anchor and the Brothers 3 of Ocanto. And 
Reimer's heating Boom shakalaka! of the Krivitz area. Well, I totally forgot how Adam uh, wraps this up, but uh, oh, wait, there it is. Because we are the Fantasy Football Delivery Men Podcast. Out.